Jimly the Brimly. What's going on, Pat? How are you, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am doing great. I've uh, we've seen a lot of each other. We're on quite a roll. We should stop touring together. It's it's the best thing that's happened to our friendship. We actually get to see each other now. Unbelievable. Had a great dinner the other night. We Guys, did. We got to tell them about our, our meal on, on, right before we went into the theater on the lake. Do you remember? Uh, Jim arrived via boat, which was such a pimp move. This yeah. guy paddles into, mm-hmm. what harbor was that? Burnham? I believe it was Burnham and Harbor. And you sea dog it out. I, I saw you around. coming in. Mm-hmm. Great move. stand up paddle board, and like, then I stand up paddle boarded the rest of the way. In. Standing in front of, on top of the sea dog, like mm-hmm. Washington crossing the Delaware. That's it. And you had a cape. I did. And uh, there you were. You came off the off the Lake Michigan. Yep, in my Crocs. Onto and my Speedo. <laughs> And ready to host an event. And your snorkel. And my snorkel and my goggles. I mean, that would have been a great move. Who has ever showed up? Has anyone ever showed up to an event there? Like, I'm, I'm almost there. Look out. And you just hear like the, the waves coming in. Come Look to the left. Have you ever arrived via boat? No, I haven't. Anywhere. Off like, the boat? No. Like, even like we were at like Lakefront Brewery one time in Milwaukee, and there were people just like docking their boats and walking in. You're like, even that's cool. Dude. You know what I mean? Like, in the, like just for a normal, you don't know anybody there. Imagine at an event that you're like one of the people at. It's very bondish. It feels amazing if you're on like some lake in uh, Wisconsin yeah. and you pull and you get gas <laughs> and a pontoon. Yeah. You're like, oh, we're getting off, we're getting off and Look doing something. Us. Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry. We're, we've been at sea for a while. We're in town. Mm-hmm. Love your pier. We're just porting here. <laughs> Love your pier. I would, that would be a great move. I wish that we were traveling more. I've taken a water taxi. Yeah. I have taken a water taxi. I've never taken a water taxi. You've never been on the, the river on the Wendella? I have not. Kayak. We've talked about this. We have. I have once taken a boat ferry. Did we talk about this? No. I was in Ohio one time and it was like, I had like me and my car to get in a boat and cross. Oh, we were in Kentucky. You and your to- car? Yeah. Do you stay in the car while you're on the ferry? No, you like get out and the cars are on one side. It's like a Jiffy Lube. Like all the cars are on one side and the people are on the other side of a piece of glass. And you're just like, but it's not that far. Yeah. No it's kidding. just across whatever river separates Kentucky from Ohio. That's a great move. Yeah. You couldn't, there wasn't a break. There was no other way to go. So also it was, this was back in the days of like a, like an old school GPS, right? Back like in the, the days, Jim, how old are you? I am 41 <laughs> years old. I mean, it's, but this was like, during, this was back. This was aught eight, aught nine, I would imagine. And when I had like a separate GPS machine and the GPS was just guiding me in, you know, and it's like, all right, now you go here and get on this guy's boat. It was like, turn left and ask for Tom. I was like, how do you know that they're going to be here? How would the GPS exist in your back in the days stories? It's, I mean, we all know what I'm back, talking about though, right? Where it was the back separate- Back in the days. You guys know Tom Tom, the old GPS system? <laughs> you guys remember Tom Tom? Garmin? Yeah, and Garmin, those were had like a, you know- Garmin was soft, right? Garmin was, it was, it, it was, yes. Easy to squeeze. I believe that's Charmin, but oh, correct. Whatever. Very, so, very similar. So we have this dinner on uh, Saturday night. Saturday night. Before we went for a walk. The event. Yep. We went for a walk over to a beautiful little area that you were familiar with. Well, my buddy had recommended this. Uh, Moni, Mo, was it Monami Gabby? Mm-hmm. Monami Gabby. Mm-hmm. Old it Southside is, uh, uh, mm-hmm. pronunciation. Yep. Monami Gabby. Yep. Monami Gabby. You ever been over there? <laughs> they get the, the steak frites. I'm not going there. What is that? I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. The... Um, Restaurant is in a hotel, old yeah. hotel, the Belden Stratford. It's a beautiful building that you can see. It faces uh, Lincoln Park Zoo. Gorgeous building. So here's the backstory. Right before uh, Sarah and I got married, we had a fire in our condo. I remember this. And you guys we were got, playing my mixtape. We got spilled out into a hotel. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put us at the Days Inn. Right. I'm like Clark and uh, <laughs> I was like, dude, I can't be there. <laughs> it's- Open-ended. Because you're here for a while, right? You have no idea how long ugh, the days are numbered in at that point. And then they offered the Belden Stratford, a Lincoln Park West All right. address. All I was right. like, oh, that sounds possible. We've taken a step in the right direction. So much like Babe Ruth, we move into a hotel. <laughs> like a real Ernie Hemingway. I kind of had forgotten about this experience. Um, but living in a hotel, this is probably where I got the the joy out of it. I this was a good time. I can imagine continental breakfast sure. every day. Did you write every day? No, <laughs> I was. Every day started. We had a Sarah had a car at the time that was a little screechy, a little mm-hmm. loud, right? And I think we were on the sixth or seventh floor, and it was the winter, and I would just hear that the valet would have to go get the car for her. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I could hear. You could hear it in your own <laughs> Oops, sir. Car's ready. Dude, you're... You also reminded me, you know what else I could hear? You could hear the animals in the zoo. Come on. When the windows were open <laughs> at night, this is the best thing that I've never even thought of this, <laughs> contemplated this. You could live in Chicago and hear zoo animals. That's amazing. And you would hear them at night. That's amazing. You're like, oh, there's Sarah's muffler and a hippo. Yeah. All out the window. <laughs> is that a raccoon in our garbage? Oh, it's a, no, it's a giraffe. <laughs> like, you know, when your neighbors go out of town, that's what uh -huh. they're like. Can, hey, you can you feed our giraffe? Can you feed our fish? I was over there. Can you watch our hippo? <laughs> can you put some fish in this bucket and take them over to the seals? Lincoln Park Zoo is free. It's right there. It's very accessible. So it was nice being near that. I went last week. You did? I didn't even tell you that. I had some time to kill after an event we did. And I was downtown before, oh, Tuesday. After the White Sox event last week, I had some time to kill before my show at Zany's. So I went to Lincoln Park Zoo. No kidding. I walked around. It's a free zoo. I was just like, you know what? I want to meet some lions today. And I did. I met some lions. I thought maybe you had reciprocity from the... <laughs> the Arboretum? Yeah. We do with over 300 other uh, Arboretums. Thank you for asking. But this was... No, this was specific to just being in town. Anyway, but I'm familiar with your zoo you're talking about. Go ahead here. No, I was excited to bring you to this restaurant because the lobby, when you walk in, there was like an old school lobby. Yeah. Hotel. Yeah. And when we walked in, it was like under construction. It was closed off. You couldn't even enter... So I said to the woman, I go, hey, is this, is this still a hotel? She goes, no, no. Very. Uh, Do you remember what she said after that? It hasn't been a hotel for 30 years. 30. It was like a ghost story. I was like, yeah. this is, I mean, like, Pat, what are you talking about? Are you saying I haven't lived a life I lived? And then she walked through the wall and was gone. I was crushed by that. I wanted to set her straight. Yeah. I was so hungry that we had to continue into the. <laughs> The French restaurant. I got the story when we were sitting at Monami Gabby. I got the story. So you, but I didn't realize it. it was part hotel and part apartments when you lived there. It was. Yeah. So you could have a condo in there, but then it was also full fledged hotel mm -hmm. and uh, had that restaurant. Monami Gabi had this other crazy high end one, L2O. Okay. I don't know if that's still around. Like that was part of the lettuce family too, but that okay. was like ridiculous yeah lettuce water one of the like a charlie trotter-esque mm -hmm. like that whole like sure. nine courses bunch of money but yeah. anyway the um being back in there just reminded me of that experience living in the hotel with the we had like an electric stove yeah and you think it like the hotel furniture is like comfortable but it's really <laughs> not it was like college dorm lounge yeah yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah for sure it looks comfortable until you actually have to sit in it yes but it was a great address, and I liked living there. Yeah. Right on the lake. Would you just walk downstairs every morning and be like, did I get any mail today? Like, <laughs> Dude, they hated me because they knew I always had like a free breakfast coupon, and um, they didn't like that. <laughs> and they were like annoyed that I was always there and always like, you know, breakfast. Like They tore it down at 10 a.m. or whatever it was, 9 a.m. I would get there like five minutes before. <laughs> like, it's not closed yet. <laughs> Load up. Make me a waffle. Pick up lunch for the day. <laughs> you ever do that at a continental breakfast yeah. when you're on the road? I mean, you're, when you're a road warrior, yeah. comic, and sometimes you grab some peanut butter and Got some a little bread. English muffin in your pocket. Yeah. And you make something in the room. We've all been there. Yeah. So anyway, that was a great night. Then we walked back over and uh, had a great night at the Danny Did event. Unbelievable. A lot of brims at the Danny Did fundraiser. want to say thank you to, to all the brims we met there. Some I knew, some old friends, some new friends who came up, introduced themselves. Awesome time. Amazing event. Great event. I uh, felt like we got a little buried by the auctioneer, <laughs> by Chris. By Chris. Have you seen a better... Um, like auction runner, what do you call him? An auctioneer, right? Auctioneer, incredible, incredible. There is someone I'm doing a show for there where I'm kind of serving as auctioneer and they were at this event. And I'm like, just so you know, that guy's a real pro. Like calm down, like I'm, I'm doing this, he does that. You know what I mean? Like don't think we're doing this. Have you practiced? I have now. Talking yeah. fast? Yeah, and doing I'm a 10, 20, 20, 20, 30, 30, now 40, 40, now 50, 50, sold. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, right? I thought we were gonna talk about the new one. 10, 10, now 20, 20, now 30, now 40, now sold. Are you trying to talk about the Nolan Ryan doc now? Oh, he he <laughs> threw uh, five thousand seven hundred and twelve strikeouts. Sold. The uh, very similar cadence between an auctioneer and a Nolan Ryan. The amount of brims though was great. We actually got a great introduction too from awesome. uh, Kurt Florian, awesome board member. Of Danny did brought Amazing. us up. Had a lot of uh, brim references <laughs> in there. The last thing he said was straight from the Morton Arboretum. 
Like he had, it was really great. It was really nice. You just, this awesome. You could tell. I wanted to correct him. No, we were just at the lily pad pond. <laughs> pond. <laughs> we did go to the lily pad pond. Jim and I stopped at a lily pad pond. I tried to convince <laughs> you that you could run across. I tried my best, but here I was, you know, that would have been incredible. Wish I'd brought my sea dew. There is so much to see. And then they have a nature museum right there. Yeah. It's like, ah, I think I'll stay outside. <laughs> it's a ridiculous place. You want to come in? Come on in here and look at nature. Like uh, we're, you have a lily pad <laughs> right. pond right here. Shouldn't a nature museum be in a place where you can't go out? Like that should be in Canada in the winter and that's it. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be, you know, Chicago in September. And you're rolling your eyes because you live, you have, you I'm live a in nature. I'm a man of nature. At you were this at point. a conservatory. I was picking stuff out of my teeth that morning. Weren't you at a uh, the the Chicago Conservatory I as was. well? I was at the. Uh, you uh, have become such this a. This was for a wedding. I was at the Chicago Botanical Gardens. You should be featured in Better Homes and Gardening. I might. Just a, a spread of Jim talking about meet comedian Jim Flanagan who recently found nature and do you know outside just been there I was I had to go to a wedding at the Chicago Botanical Gardens and Pat I was late to the wedding this is embarrassing I, I was the last person to show up so I had to like have, have you ever been late to a wedding this is a great place to get married by the way it's unbelievable Plus save on flowers right I mean, you don't have to uh, we're yeah. good it's it's every I mean it's it's all have you ever been there no, I have not. For those who have it, it, it's like an old haunted mansion, it looks like. You know what I mean? Like there's windy hallways and stuff, and, and the place is closed. So they're like, oh, are you here with the wedding? And I was like, yeah. They're like, all right, just go on back there. Good luck. And I got like, now I'm just going through the botanical gardens trying to find the wedding. But also- Every friends of yours that are getting married? Yes, like friends of mine who are getting married. and I Relatives? Just hit, uh, nope, just friends. And I just hit a ton of traffic. Date? And nope, just me. Just going for the ceremony. Quick in and out. You know, old friend, really, really looking forward to it. Um, just hits on traffic getting into Chicago. And I got there like five minutes after the wedding was supposed to start. But everybody took buses because there's no parking there. Right. Oh, so right. everyone you got a was, shuttle. Yeah. So I and I was driving. So I. I uh, but anyway, I get there like every time I turn a corner, I got to like hide and like like hope that they're not there. You know what I mean? Like I'm just running through this place, like sneaking around corners, trying to like see where they are and everything like, to, you know, and I finally get to where they are in the back of this botanical garden and they're not starting the wedding yet. I just see the bride and her bridal party like just facing the other way. So I just cold feet. I just had no, they're just waiting to start. But I just had to like hang out in the botan like for 20 minutes, like like right behind where they you were. You had to talk her into it? No, I did not. That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> I hid. Unbelievable. And security guards kept walking by and I'm just like, hello, just the weird guy pretending not to be. And they didn't care. They were on their phone. They were doing whatever else. But were you picking things on the way? Like, here, here you go. Here's my Do you have to bring a gift when you just dip in and out yeah, like that? I, yeah. I well, I sent I'm sending the gift. Because there's nowhere at the ceremony. You, you can't be like, like, pardon me, can you, you said that like can you put this in an envelope later? Listening like, to this. <laughs> they might be. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> no, I am. I'm going no, to I get, promise. If something. you don't mind texting me your address, that'd be great. That'd Were be they, real helpful. Are they registered somewhere? They are registered. Yeah. Where? I don't remember that. It's I'm I'm a check guy. You're a check right? guy. Right? I think I'm, I'm not going to get them something off the registry. Dude, I, I don't want to bring like them, a pan. Uh, you should get them a room at the Belden Stratford. <laughs> it's not a hotel anymore. But no, you don't know that. Well, that's what I told you it was a hotel. <laughs> that's true. And then they come back to you and then you take them out to, to the, back to the French place and get them <laughs> some beef Wellington. We had a, we, I got to go back to the meal because we didn't talk about what we had. We didn't talk about Jim what had. Jim had a pastry. I had a pastry. Meat. I had meat. I had meat pastry. It's like, dude, you could not have eaten this in June. I could not have. It was no pastry June. I had beef. Well, it was on the menu. They were making it. And I tried to order something else. It was a special. And you were like, you have to get it. No, it was a special. It was a special. Right? Yeah. She mentioned it as a special. And I tried ordering something else. And you were like, no, you have to get the beef Wellington. We don't, we don't get to do this. Because you were thinking about I it. I mean, I was definitely you were thinking like, about I don't it. know about this before the gig. And I, I, I was like, come on. Yeah. You, gotta, you ever a, had a steak croissant? They're fantastic. I don't know why that's not a <laughs> thing more often. I didn't know. That's unbelievable. I didn't know that's what Beef Wellington was. It's unbelievable. That it really is a meat pie. Picture like a chocolate croissant from Dunkin' Donuts. Now replace that chocolate with with the finest steak frites you've ever had. It was incredible. And then we, ha we had um, French onion soup, which the also you way. talk about back in the day. Yeah. We were eating like uh, medieval. We really were. Like we weren't about to host a fundraiser. Like we didn't have to stand up for four hours. And I had a fish. You did. You had uh, what'd you have? You, yours was like, a, was it a skateboarder? What'd you have? It was a uh, skate wing. Skate wing. Which I never had before. It was a little wrinkled, that fish. <laughs> was it was good. Remember that? It seemed like ribbed. Yeah, it was ribbed for your tasting pleasure. It was, yeah. it was very good, though, and, uh, and, and a great meal. Good. We also have, Jim, you know, we, we talk about space on here. 
did you see the NASA news I over did. the weekend? I did. They were blasting, right? I don't know who's running NASA, but they're like, find a mission where crashing is good. This is amazing. This find seems like, something that we could fuck up and make look like we did it a well job. This seems like, like you know, we're just gonna show Mars that we're in control. We are just gonna. We should tell them what happened, right? So a NASA spacecraft intentionally slammed into an asteroid in humanity's first test of planetary defense. That's right. So there is an asteroid. This one was there not, was an asteroid. There still is an asteroid. Did you see the footage? No, I did not. Well, it's like P, it's POV of the, they, they kept saying that it's a, a, the size of a vending machine. Like that's the comparison. <laughs> so you just picture, so that's what I picture, right? Sure. You just picture like a, a bag of potato skins, <laughs> just a glass, remember? <laughs> remember the glass is Superman <laughs> with like the three yes. people in it? It's like that, but it's potato skins. <laughs> E.L. Fudge. Famous Amos cookies. <laughs> And just right into the asteroid, scum. which was not headed towards Earth. Not that's, headed towards the Earth big thing. at all. This was to change an asteroid's path mm -hmm. that was not headed towards Earth. Not yes, but it's now headed towards now Earth. Now headed towards Earth. Can you imagine spiraling? That, that what would, a movie that would come out of that. That was the effect. <laughs> we did change its path. Uh, good news. Bad news. <laughs> We've got duck. to Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. So this could actually be a uh, path that we do, right? They're practicing this. Yes. For when the Bruce Willis storyline yeah. becomes real. Right, the Armageddon. The, Armageddon. The, the Independence Days. The Yeah, so, I mean, I think we're just showing our force at this point, right? This is a very, like, you know how, like, like when Kim Jong-un, like, sends his military out there and starts parading them around and everything? <laughs> this is, like, a global version of that, right? Like, just beware. Yeah, it is. Jupiter. This said that this is a uh, 14,000 mile per hour collision. Uh -huh. Which I've never seen a vending machine move at that speed. <laughs> I can't usually even, get stuck. Right, I can't even, <laughs> gotta like hit him a few times. Targeted the asteroid moonlet Dimorphos. That was the name, that is the name of the asteroid. I love that they have names, mm -hmm. which is the size of a football field. Jesus. And um, so they threw this vending machine at it to uh, alter its course. And they, they're acting like they, uh, like they nailed it. I think they but did. But they won't even know. They hit it. They know that. But they don't know if the thing has really changed oh. direction yet. Like, how long does it take us to... Is it, is it like, do we have to wait light years? They said if the planet is still here in a month, that's a good sign. All right. Well, hey. That's, I, uh, that's how they're judging If it. we're reporting back on this in a month, it seems like we're doing okay. And if that wasn't enough to uh, satisfy your interest in space, Jupiter, Jim, was also trending last night. Is it? I clicked on that. What Jupiter is as close as it's ever been, apparently. Really? It was, uh, you know. Just as close to Earth as it's ever been? Like they're talking a lot more? Like they've been hanging out lately? You can see it if you go outside uh -huh. and then look up. Uh huh. You can see Jupiter with the naked eye. Wow. And it won't be this close again for like another 300 years. So if you want to check out Jupiter, um, there's a storm on it. That's been going on for 300 plus years. Elliot told me that he has a book of like weird facts. Uh huh. And he's like, do you know there's a hurricane <laughs> on Jupiter? <laughs> you hear these things and you're like, sure, that's not true. And then you look it up. You're like, oh man, is it really? These kids are armed with facts. It's unbelievable. Like they turn on YouTube and it's like 10 crazy facts. <laughs> and then they're like, dad, dad, did you know? And then they'll tell you something. Do you know you could fit a million earths on the moon or on the sun? That was something I looked up. I was like, no, I don't think, because I don't want you, you don't want them repeating sure. these things. Right. You don't want to make a, like, you don't want the family looking bad. You're out there telling people you can fit a million earths in the sun. Do you think that's true? I do. It is. It's, it's, I can, uh, only because of the setup. To, I would never have thought that was true two minutes ago. How many moons do you think you could fit in Earth? Great question. Uh, how many moons can you fit in Earth? I'm going to go 100,000. Come on. Really? I don't, yeah, that's my guess. Okay. What, what do you think? I mean, I, I was thinking like four. Four? Last four night. moons in Earth. How can we can we pull that I up? I know what it is. I looked it up last night because this is a conversation you okay. have with an eight-year-old. All right. How, how many is it? An eight-year-old who's nine, by the way. Uh -huh. Who's listening? <laughs> Happy birthday. 50. 50. 50. Okay. You were a lot closer than I was there. Well, not really, but I mean, it's, it's I mean, how do you, it's by volume, I guess. Sure. But I'm picturing like what you look at sure. when you back it off. Uh, four know. times as big. But a million That's Earths crazy. to the sun? That's crazy. That's a huge number. 
That is big. That's a huge number. And it's uh, Can we talk about the storm, though? That's real? The storm? There is a storm. And it's been going on. It's a hurricane that's been going on for 300 plus years. How do they know that? Uh, Skilling. Oh, okay. Skilling. (laughs) He puts the outlook up there. He's like, check it out. Here, there's the uh, 300 year outlook. Best meteorologist in the biz. 10 years from now, 100% chance that it's still going to be happening. Still hurricaning. Back to you. Still going to be a red spot. (laughs) It's like when you play a red spot on Jupiter. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I have a red, couple of red spots sure. on me. Maybe they're hurricanes. Do you have any red spots? I have a couple. <laughs> I have a couple of red spots. A couple of them hurricane-like conditions. Yeah, absolutely. You need to put a little ointment on that Jupiter. <laughs> put some- uh, Take care of that. Some topical gel. Little jupe anti-aging. The storm itself, it kind of reminds me like in a video game where you like, they have like certain levels where there's just always a storm when you go in there. Just like, it's just what Jupiter's dealing with right now. Just, yep, 350 years, go to level three. They're just going to, you got to get through the Iron Tornado. Well, it's just like a part of it. Like when you look at a, uh, a, you know, Jupiter, it's just like a little red spot. Sure. So like if you ever go there, that's the just area you stay away wanna, from that like part of town. Were, I've heard like landing there because that's like the cheapest part of Jupiter. Flying in a red spot. Yeah. Is the easiest one, but you, you don't want to land there. I've heard that's the problem. You don't know where you're going to end up. Um, we're officially out of things to talk about. <laughs> that's not true. On this podcast. Hey, uh, speaking of storms, Patrick, obviously, I know a lot of people right now in Florida uh, who are, you know, evacuating. Some can't evacuate. Whatever's happening. I mean, we just want to wish our best to everyone out there. Yeah, we're here. We are making jokes about this uh, hurricane. Jupiter is a real hurricane brewing, Jim. Right here. And, uh, you know, it's it's not looking good in Florida. We're, we're thinking of everyone down there. Hope everyone finds some safety. And uh, you got to get out of that way with that thing, huh? You got it, man. It's uh, scary times out there in Florida. Ian. Ian. Not a scary name. Not the scariest thing, no. But. I don't know if I've ever been scared of an Ian before this very moment. <laughs> this one's serious, this though. This one absolutely is. All right. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of things from the South, Brett Favre it was caught in the news recently on some uh, text messages. Have you seen this story? The text messages were intercepted? The text messages. Is that what you're saying? And they reveal that he is a dirtbag? I mean, not the- We always knew. Yeah, not the, not the biggest shock in the world, right? I don't like Brett Favre. This makes me hate him more. <laughs> yeah, he's getting uh, welfare dough to, uh, or trying to get this money that was intended for other people to build a volleyball center at the uh, University of Southern Mississippi. Where his daughter was playing? Uh, I, I think my favorite thing was just the the lack of self-awareness in the text messages. Just like, hey, this is Brett Favre here. Uh, the media is not going to find out about this money we're funneling illegally, are they? <laughs> like, it was just like, you, you pretend, like, you know, use code words somewhere. Hey, where are you going to get educated? I heard there's a university in southern Mississippi. Okay. Maybe I'll go there. I'm sure they're a fine school. Southern Mississippi? <laughs> All of Mississippi is southern. All right, let's start there. And w- what? What is going on? Stop. You're not a university. You're a, uh, and Favre, he's just a piece of garbage. Who do you hate more, Favre or Aaron Rodgers? I think I mean, Favre at this point, right? Can't stand either of them. This one kind of cements Favre's legacy. Yeah, this guy is uh, no bueno and uh, never have liked him. Duh, so, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's just like, really? Here's the actual text. Is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? I mean, like. And the response is, uh, should be good, but Pat and Jim might find out. (laughs) Cool. Thanks for the insight. Signed, Brett Favre. If the Brimleys find out, you're done. (laughs) It's going to be curtains. Everyone's going to start saying your name wrong again. (laughs) Favre? Yeah, not a fan. Um, But, uh, and and I hate to see uh, anything negative happened to uh, a university in Southern Mississippi because that's long been known as such a educational, you know, area, uh, yes, of the nation. Absolutely. I mean, you have the Northeast, the Ivy League, and then you have um, Southern Mississippi. It's correct. Which um, you can spell Mississippi, right? I can. That's the entrance exam. And that is, uh, there you go. You get a scholarship. It's from the <laughs> governor. It's, we're sending the money from the governor to Brett. And then you and then you will get a check. That's the financial aid system. Hey, Brett here. Got a quick question on that financial aid system. Is there any way the media would be able to find out if I do receive said scholarship? Thank you for answering. Signed, Brett Favre, Hall of Fame, NFL. Brett, talk to Tate. <laughs> These are these are the these are the things that are happening. Brett talked to Tate, and Tate said he'll send the money, but he's got a 
make sure that the old media, the liberal press, they got an agenda out there, and you know they're going to take you down. Hey, Brett Favre here. If we do get this millions of dollars illegally, is Wrangler going to know at any point? <laughs> is this going to mess up my deal with Copperfit in any way, shape, or form? If you could please get back to me before illegally diverting those funds to my bank account, I would appreciate it. You know, Brett had been uh, mostly just texting pictures of himself <laughs> to uh, people. And it's nice to see that he was able to pivot and, and use the text message <laughs> for other things. Just right? words, you know? You got to start somewhere, and that's a great way to go. Everything he throws out ends up getting picked off <laughs> and run back. All right. So good luck, Brett. Good luck, Brett. Uh, also watched a documentary that I told you about. Yeah, uh, yeah. I loved it? it. I loved it. I you loved did. it. I loved it. It's my favorite, like, non-Chicago athlete of all time. So that's why you jumped on it. Oh, man. So you love Nolan Ryan. The reason I got into baseball cards was the Nolan Ryan rookie card. Come yeah. on. The, yeah. Does he share it with anyone else? He or does. It? It's Jerry Kuzman. And that was always the, the bit. Um, I was always, I told everyone I was a big Jerry Kuzman fan. I was a Kuz hound and I was a big Jerry <laughs> Kuzman fan. And that's why I wanted this card. Jerry Kuzman was a pretty good pitcher. Very good pitcher. But that didn't really have any fans. So when I was a fan, you were a fan. I think he won 10 games he, for the 1983 White Sox. Oh, that's a good He was reference. on the win and ugly. Uh, absolutely. On the way out. That's a great reference. So, uh, old girlfriend of mine bought me a Nolan Ryan rookie card for my birthday many years ago. Not knowing that though. Very excited. Back when, uh, yeah, GPS Laura, you knew was, Laura, uh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, um, but she was, she was like, I got you the Jerry Kuzman rookie card. And they were like, why is this guy such a big Jerry Kuzman fan? It was, uh, Did she really she think had you were? no idea that, that I was actually a Nolan Ryan fan. And that right there is the experience of dating Jim Flanagan. <laughs> you never really know who I am. Wait, what? You That's not what we want to tell people. Him. That's not the you truth. You think he's a Kuz hound, okay. <laughs> but he's really into Knowles. He's really into the Ryan Express. Okay. Which was his nickname. It was his nickname. For a South Sider, Ryan and Express, you, you just think Dan Ryan. That you do. The highway. You're that not you thinking do. of uh, Big Tex here <laughs> and his big old documentary that his son's made. You and I took different things scores. out of this documentary. You, we we, no, we I, took it differently. I liked it. You did. However, I just, I saw that his sons and he produced it. Sure. So it's like you look at it from that angle. A little bit of a sweat. It's, it's his last dance. It is. It's his Michael Jordan producing The Last Dance. But maybe a little more so <laughs> because Last Dance was filmed without Michael. Very true. Running it, right? He had the editorial control. He just lived it. Yes, he had some editorial control. He had all the editorial control. Well, he had final. Yes. But it wasn't like he was in the editing room saying, do this, do this, do this. I think he was probably like, yeah, that's cool. He was the reason it wasn't released for years though, right? Like he wouldn't sign off on the it footage. Me. Okay. The footage. But they couldn't okay. even like get access to Got the it. footage. Okay. I think it was just, but this, you know, you know, one thing I noticed right away is you, we don't ha often have narrators with like a Southern <laughs> accent. We just don't. That's not a knock. It's not. That is unfortunate probably. I, I, and I'm being serious. About I know this. you are. And I have told you about this conversation I had with Tim Wilson. Yes. Right. Yes. Tim Wilson. Great comedian. Yes. YouTube, Tim Wilson, Southern accents. Absolutely. Because he shows you that a Mississippi Southern is different than a North Carolina Appalachia versus a, you know, there are different Southern accents. Sure. And he pointed out to me that the accent of Southern people is always attributed to someone being, you know, Slo less like bright. A little slow on the take, yeah. Little, and I never appreciated that, and I do appreciate that now. I'm being sincere about yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah, no, I know. But it was funny. Some of the storytelling was a little bit of, hey, oh, I bet you, I bet you, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> it was very Dukes of Hazardy in that regard. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. It was very yeah. much like, what's old tax gonna do here? Yes. And that was a little played up. But refreshing in a way. Absolutely refreshing in a way. So that was one thing that stuck out to me. Yes. Other takeaways were who he yes. had speaking for him, Pete Rose, Roger Clemens, <laughs> It's kind of like strange, like, okay, what are you, are you saying something by that? You need a character witness? Call Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, get Pete Rose down here. He will speak on my behalf. 
but I like Nolan Ryan. I do. I Me mean, too. I think he's a great pitcher. I could not believe he never won a Cy Young award. I won't give too much away. Check yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah. It's really good. There's some cool new information on the whole Robin Ventura thing also that I didn't know. That was like one of my big takeaways. Um, yeah, man, I loved it. That was my guy. So what I, did you I think all before? about it being biased. What did you think before about the Robin Ventura? I knew that Robin. I bet I knew what you were thinking. <laughs> I bet. You probably thought that old Tex was to blame. What's going to happen out here with this guy coming out to the mound? That's exactly what I thought. What was your take, though? I thought that that Robin was pissed off, rightfully so, for getting hit and went at him. But they kind of, I don't want to give this, you know, but they kind of talked about that where it was more just, there was a, like, just, it was going around, right? Like that, it, the next person he hits, you got to take action. Yeah. And you can kind of see it in Robin's face where he's like, all right, now I got to go kick this old guy's ass. You could see him totally like almost think about it. And then like he was not into it. Right. He's not committed. Right. And that was out of character for Robin Ventura. Yes. As a White Sox fan, you knew that that wasn't like it was strange. Yes. Right. And he still doesn't talk about it. And he wasn't interviewed. And they, they made a point of that. That was the one thing I didn't like. because I thought they handled the Robin stuff very well. Uh, I, I, they didn't make him a villain. They talked about the whole thing. They talked about the Dave Winfield piece before that. Like if you want to watch it, you know, watch it. It's great. But then they kind of did the Robin Ventura declined to be interviewed for this documentary. You know, it's like, okay, I mean, you have to, but it's like, there was a, a um, time when Robin Ventura was managing the White Sox and I was doing that wild pitches event. Yeah. And I pitched a uh, Nolan Ryan thing to him. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that? Oh, nipped it immediately. Like it's, it's a no fly zone. Yeah. It is not anything he wants to discuss or go near. I bet you all are wondering what happened when Pat asked old Robin about the Nolan Ryan situation. We're going to come back to that right after this. They did so much of that. Now, why would we start this documentary with a game in the middle of August and Nolan Ryan's 193rd start? I don't know. It's your documentary. There was a lot of aw shucks. It was great. It It was great. Yeah. And and George Bush, very prominent role. I mean, just obviously his role in the Texas Rangers, like, uh, like you said, Pete Rose, Roger Clemens makes you wonder why there hasn't been more comprehensive stuff on Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Is he that private? But then also even with that, people would just dive in and plow ahead and create their own narrative anyway. Yeah. You know, true. There's a guy, though, started with the New York Mets mm-hmm. and uh, was on that Miracle Mets team. The guy played forever. Unbelievable. Most, most 27 years, longer yeah. than anybody uh, else, I think. Yeah. He had a rubber strikeouts, arm. More strikeouts, uh, more walks. I mean, he just threw more pitches than everybody. So, of course, he's going to lead the league in you know strikeouts and walks for a career. Never won a Cy Young. Never won a Cy Young. And then uh, in one of his seasons, mm-hmm. he threw two no-hitters. Yep. Broke the single-season <laughs> strikeout record. Struck yep. out 300. 83 guys. Yep. 121 games. Something like that. Did not win the Cy Young. I bet you all are wondering who won the old Cy Young that year over Tex. Well, I'll tell you what. The old media on the East Coast took a little luck in a guy named Jim Palmer. (laughs) Well, old big Tex didn't like people taking pictures of him in his underwear. (laughs) Old Jim had no problem. Jim and his hairy chest and whitey tatties took home some hardware. (laughs) And old nose had to go back to the ranch. (laughs) This is unbelievable. Um, yeah, he, it, it was 1973. I mean, this is, this might've been, you know, the best year in the history of baseball. You know what I mean? Like you look at what he did that year. And, uh, but also, I mean, one of the things that was tough was that they just didn't have like a, a much of an offense. He had less than a three ERA and had like an 11 and 11 record at one point during the year. Yeah. That was the thing with Nolan Ryan. He never had backup back even with Houston. And they had some great teams. Mike Scott was in there. You talk about a lot of first names. Remember Nolan Ryan and Mike Scott? Mike Scott. The Jersey people had to be so confused. (laughs) What are we so on? You you can make like eight people out of that. (laughs) Take the names Nolan, Ryan, Mike, and Scott. You could fill a room. You really could. But they were just two guys. (laughs) They were pretty good, though. They were uh, fun to watch. I remember in those uniforms, as ridiculous as they were now, Uh the throwback style, when I see that, I'm like, oh, I love that. Yeah, they're great. Oh, yeah. The old school. Absolutely. They, um, but yeah, they, that, that's uh, where NASA is, Jim. Yes. And, uh, they took the, uh, the Astrodome and uh, just flew it into an asteroid. I bet y'all are wondering what happened to that <laughs> vending machine we launched into outer space. <laughs> Well, I, got, I bet you're wondering what happened to Jose Cruz. Well, the old governor got a hold of him and shipped him up to Martha's Vineyard. 
No, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened at all. <laughs> Knowles, Nolan. Nolan. All right, I'd like well, to ch- apologize to all of our Texas brims. Check out Facing Nolan. It's a uh, it's a good documentary. It really is. You absolutely should check it out. Now, all right. I also want to talk about some girls basketball uh, because I'm coaching Joseph's team. Yeah. But we got to get Maggie yeah, I want her in Apollo here in here for this part because Maggie is a baller herself. Big Hooper. Yeah. So, Maggie, did you have a nickname? I did uh, in sports. Uh, Mags. My teammates call me Mags. Love um, that. It's a good one. My like dad. Maglio or uh, Maglio. Maglio. Yeah. Yep. Mags. Maglio did you Lewis. get the OEO Maglio? Did you do that? Oh, of course. Okay, good. Um, my And then my dad, when my dad was my coach in grade school, he called me Large Marge. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's Pee Wee Herman, right? That's was, out of the movie. Yeah, and I was the smallest girl on the court. I think you Large, have to be yeah. for that to be your name. Otherwise, yeah. if yeah, you're otherwise not. Yeah, otherwise he's a, just a terrible dad. Yeah, yeah. That's, an awful, that's a totally different story. <laughs> your husky daughter. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Mags or Large March, we went with. Those are great. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we got to start calling you Large March. <laughs> Speaking of great, uh, uh, these pastries are yeah, incredible. Look I at got this. some treats for you guys. What did you call this? Uh, so that's a chocolate croissant. I call it a chocolate Wellington. Now, I don't know if you guys know that, but since it's chocolate covered. Yeah, are you mad there's no beef in these, Jim? I, I mean, they're going to do. These are amazing. A ribeye croissant. Uh, now I know <laughs> what your your favorites will be, Jim. Um, and then uh, a little apple turnover, guys, from St. Roger Abbey, which is a bakery in Wilmette um, owned or, or run by these French nuns who work for the Catholic Church. So, um they're still yeah. around? It's There's still nuns around? They're still around. They're but still, they're making, they're, they're bakers now. Making they're, they're pastries? Ba- yeah, they're, yeah, bakers and, um, yeah, and then the proceeds go to, you know, food shelters. So it's kind of a two for one, guys. Wow. On that. Um, All right. Look at you. Thank you so much. You got it. This is the best I've ever felt eating a pastry. I Like it's going to a good cause? It's great. Outside of the Wellington, yeah. Uh, well, that was pretty, that was, <laughs> was just I special. just housed that apple turnover. You really did. That was insane. That's really, really great. So good. Good. No turnovers tonight, though. That's the goal. We'll take it on uh, St. Christina, Maggie. What a transition. I need you to tell me what I have to, how do I, you know St. Christina is a factory. They're the powerhouse. Brims, this is, these people are in the gender breaking rules. I don't want to be blowing the whistle mm-hmm. on the. Uh, is this an away game? No, it's at home. At home, all it's right. It's at Fisher. It's at the nest, the okay. Falcon Nest. The Falcon Nest. That's what we call it. Or I sure. just named it that. Right, the Falcon Nest. And um, we're going to come out. It showed them a little bit of a 3-2 zone last night. I was going to say night. go zone, maybe a little, just go hard on the defense if they're a powerhouse, right? Try to stop them. Our problem is um, getting the ball. Pushing the ball up. Past half court. That's, <laughs> that's our biggest issue. If we can get that, if we can address ball handling and passing. Is there a lot of full court pressing going on? No, they can't press. No press, right? Yeah. Pick them up at half. Sixth grade, I think you can press. Yes. But not this, not and is this there year. a time limit? Is it like 20 seconds to get it over or no? Because I guess there's no 10. Okay. Yeah. And we're playing um, 14 minute halves, I believe. So with no press, you're having a hard time getting it? Well, over? not getting it across, but okay. like penetrating got the it, defense. Got it, got it. Getting like, you know. So we've been doing a lot of ball pressure um, drills, you know. Yeah. We lost to Cardinal Bernadine on Saturday, Mag. They had a girl that was, <laughs> she was large, March. She was 6'2". I'm not kidding. Come on. Like, that tall. In third grade? In th- fifth grade. Fifth grade. I'm sorry. Fifth, fifth grade. grade. So, okay, I'm sorry. It's like, fifth she grade. was Norwegian or something. She came out of Oslo. I don't know where this girl came from. She was so tall. Oh, my God. God bless her. I don't could know. Are you allowed to talk about, about kids this way? Yeah. yeah. She was I mean, just very tall. tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she could score. And she could score. She could handle the basket. Yeah, so who do you even have to I think her name was... Everybody. I think she was Every- Dirk. Dirk <laughs> you just Nowitzki. put all five of them Everybody's on, on Olga. Yes, or, yeah. that's exactly it. Get Nowitzki's kid. <laughs> Who's got Dirk Nowitzki's daughter? That's what I was calling her. That was... Who's got Dirk's daughter? They're like, who is he talking about? <laughs> CB is who we CB. lost to. They weren't that around. Was, that was on the schedule. CB. I'm they like, were not in the CB? Catholic school conference. Cardinal Bernadine. Okay. That's who we were playing. Like, is, is he coaching them? No. Okay. He's out there with like 12 kids. Like, get out there and beat them. The coach did have a hat on, a baseball hat on, which was, you know, Mm. very Cardinal Bernadine-ish. Okay. With the hat on. I don't know if you're familiar. They used to wear hats. Didn't he he have the big old hat, though? That's the hat they should be wearing, right? He had of the hats. Yeah, the big, tall, like, red one. And then they hang those hats, too, when they, uh, like, retire jerseys at Holy Name Cathedral. They, when you die as a Cardinal, they put your hat up in the- hat goes in the- In the ceiling. In the rafters? Yeah. They, they have a retirement ceremony and everything. Wow. Is this real? Know that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. 
Benny the Bull comes back okay. and everyone. <laughs> All right, here we go. No, it is true. <laughs> I believe you. it is true. I never know anymore. Have you been to Holy Name Cathedral? I have not been to Holy Name Cathedral. I've I been know there. Of. Have you? A lot of weddings. Where yeah. is it? It's um, state in Chicago-ish in, yeah. in River North. Oh, it's an happening area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Over yeah. by uh, got some history there. Yeah, yeah. It's been there forever, and um, they have a. Um, it's huge, okay. right? It's like our. St. Pat, or like it's the, it's Pat's, the yeah. headquarters sure. of the yeah. Archdiocese. I know he was our guy, right? Cardinal Bernadine, that part he, I do know. He was yeah. like the- He was like the alderman mm-hmm. of the- <laughs> Was there an archbishop at some Cardinals. point here? Cardinal Bernadine was legit because he was like, uh, I think he ran like the council or something for all of America. Yeah, so he yeah. had like some like, real pull. I remember but He was kind of like, you know, a little, a little nice for the Catholics. Yeah, he, for sure. He was like accepting of everyone and like was like, hey, Especially let's talk to everyone. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> and and then like, we don't like that. This guy Dolan in New York and then like this conservative movement came in Got where they're just like, and then yes! <laughs> they're mad. Is that what they said? <laughs> yeah. Then he got in trouble for recruiting fifth grade girls from oh, the through. Ukraine to play for his grade school. <laughs> Who Dolan? Yeah, yeah, that guy is not good. Not no bueno. But the um, but the basketball game tonight is going to be. So you got um, Christina. It's going to be a battle. My goddaughter is on the other team, so oh, this wow. is personal. Too. Oh, really? Storylines are. There's his family involved. Deep. Yeah, is yeah. ESPN getting into that yet? Aaron, Aaron like a- and Terry. They're 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 St. Christina. They're oh, Cardinals. Wow. We're playing the Cardinals. Wow! After you played the Cardinal, different Cardinals. Unbelievable. Time. Does your daughter and your niece play the same position? Like, are they going to maybe guard each other? Um, they I could guess you'll be. do yeah, go the, zone, do yeah, the three, two, but they m- might match up at some point. Cause we do go, I always feel bad saying ma- we're playing man to man. Right. So what I, I've been saying, uh, you gotta be child to child there you go. <laughs> playing, get out. Hey, wait, we're chatting. Who's girl your child? To girl. Find Can a human. You? Find, yeah. Find your human. Find your human. Find your human. There you go. What should we call it? What did you guys call it? Man to man. Yeah. So that's fine. Right. Find your guy. Find or find your gal. Find your gal. Find your gal. Find your gal. Did you have a uh, find I, the ball? I was talking about having you come in, Mag, and put in like an inbounds underneath play or something. Yeah, we did you talking about them out? last week? Do you the, call your play something? Do you have names? Girls love names for plays, like the Falcon. That could be your inbound play. Yeah, yeah. Go Falcon. I, I made the mistake of like taking it up for vote, and it, it, it ate up most of our practice. Is it like frozen? And, uh, <laughs> it's called it's unicorn. Is unicorn. what we got. Okay. Yeah, Elsa. Elsa. No, we were saying we were saying last week that we run uh, chaos. <laughs> That's, oh, the only, like that. that's the only thing that makes me look good when mm-hmm. I'm like, chaos. chaos. There you go. And then they pretend you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, they listen great. Fire drill. One of you leave the court. <laughs> They're doing it. Unbelievable. Love it. Well, good luck. <laughs> go Falcons. When did you start? How good old were you when that. you started playing? Fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. That's when the Catholics, so I went to St. Cadence, mm-hmm. which is in the same uh, league. Uh, that's why fifth, she can't get excited about St. John Fisher. She hates St. John Fisher. Yeah, it's just, it's a, just it's a rivalry. Thing. But I will, I will cheer against Christine all day. Okay. Um, fifth grade. Yeah. That's when you start fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Um, all have their own team. That's when you play, you know, more competitively. Okay. Um, that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about girls sports versus, and I want to make you speak for a girl. Oh, we have a girl on. So Here we go. Girls no. sports. But no, it is interesting, right? To have like. There's not, it's not always equal. Yeah. Well, oh, like the teams, like there's not as much talent. No, not talent, but oh. just like, you know. The funds, attention, allocations. Yeah. yeah. I think I played basketball and that, that at, I think the Catholic school league, you know, tends to, to deem that as like an, an important sport. I would say the other sports, not so much. Like back then volleyball didn't get as much attention or softball, but basketball did. Um Dependent on the school. But yeah, I mean, in general, uh, football got the most attention, right? Like the most funds, fundraisers, parties, things like that. But um, girls basketball is pretty good. I think people liked watching it. I, Actually, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. And we went and watched the seventh grade game. Uh, took Joe's the other day to watch these seventh graders play. And um, the excitement for girls basketball is really big. In our neighborhood, like when we were growing up, I felt like boys were more in the hoops and it was like the Jordan era and maybe, yeah. but now it's like a ton of girls yeah. are playing basketball. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, I liked want- it because like selfishly you had fans, like they had to go to the gym. Whereas like you play soccer, you play softball. People are kind of like standing around, like people don't, <laughs> right. <laughs> they can come in the winter and watch. Right? right. And the school would come out, your, your classmates would come. So I, you know, that's true. That's yeah. Awesome. That's it's such a big part of it. Why I like stand up because I have a 
You get to make people come out. Proud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah people <laughs> have to come. That's where you got it from. Exactly. So you played through senior year of college? Did you play? Yes. Yeah. It's incredible. Basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Mother Macaulay High School mm -hmm. and then St. Ambrose. St. Ambrose, um, that's where it was. So all, all Catholic school. <laughs> did you go downstate with Macaulay? We did not. So our Macaulay's powerhouse has always been volleyball. We were we were just as good, but um, we did not make it to state with with basketball. We Loyola was like a number one team at Loyola uh, High School up up in Wilmette. Sure. It was number one in the country the whole time I was there. So they killed us. They had like a six foot four Olga. <laughs> her name was Olga actually. That's what. Oh, I, her name yeah. was Olga. Oh, yeah. Like one of the best players in the country ever, and she just killed every team. Just dominated so, yeah. everyone yeah. for four years. Yep. Do you even like, like when you're playing a team where you know that's the case, how does that affect you? Yeah, I, well, the hard part is trying to find somebody that can defend like a six foot four woman in high school. Like but, what do um, you do? Yeah, you. You start a rumor about her. Yeah, do you ever yeah. have coaches like yeah. take out a leg? Like Poker did that ever happen? Like in the eye. use yeah. all of your fouls on Olga. Like yep. did that shit actually happen? Yeah, yeah, in high school. You yeah, start you to get tell people they're, they're a witch. You, you get could scrappy. try that. <laughs> you start a rumor. Yeah. yeah. No, you have to play. And there are, and girls do play aggressive too. Like it's, it's a physical game. Well, sometimes that's all you have. Like if you can't, like in fifth grade, some girls are not strong enough to maybe like get the ball to the hoop every time. So sure. you just, I was scrappy and little. So I would just like play good D and be a pain in the ass to my <laughs> Do you still play? I don't play basketball. I, uh, I actually have uh, moved over to uh, racket sports. In Tell me about life. this. Um, I play, well, I came from it today. I play paddle ball up in the North shore where we moved, which I've never played a racket sport in my life. Um, but someone told me like, you would, you'd love paddle. It's, it's a, actually a winter sport. So paddle, which is not pickle. We'll talk about that. Cause it's, that's the new rave. Okay. Um, paddle ball is an outdoor sport, uh, primarily played in the fall and the winter. Uh, think of it as a combination of tennis and, um, racquetball. Um, you're in, you're in, uh, a cage, I guess. Um, is racquetball the one where you're like, you're inside. Like right? in a court. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, the ball is a combination of a lacrosse ball and a tennis ball. And you have these like hard uh, kind of rough rackets and it's a small court. It's awesome. It's like, like it's my new rage. Dangerous. Um, yeah, it can be. Can you get hurt? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can. I mean, it's more like, oh, so what I learned though, I started playing um, in Evanston actually in a league is like the, the women that are like the best in in the league or in the state are like over 50 years old. Hell yeah. Like, this woman walked up literally like with a cane and like kicked everybody's ass. Like you, <laughs> like it's a strategy game. So did she fold the cane into a racket? She did. It just like turned into a <laughs> just racket. Popped open. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, we pickle is the new rave. If you guys, if you guys heard, I mean, wait, do you play cane. racquetball before you go on? Do you have, have you ever played the old school racquetball? I think of like men, like downstairs at the board of trade playing sure. racquetball. Is that what right. you guys think? Yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I played it one time at evergreen, Bath and tennis. Yeah. Uh, years ago. And it's a tough game. I, that's not this. It's not similar. You're not hitting it against a wall. You're playing ah. two on two. So it's like tennis. Okay. So we had a place there, evergreen bath and tennis. You could go there and play tennis or, or take a bath. Yeah. And I would go there and <laughs> bathe. Yeah. And, and you were out there playing. Watching people play tennis. Um, I've heard racquetball is a workout. <laughs> like oh, it's it insane. is. I feel like every 80s, like Wall Street movie, yes. like two guys all of them. down there. Every, um, yes. And they're always like, like, is that deal going to come through on Friday, right, Johnson? Like on We're not lunch, sure yet. On their lunch break, mm -hmm. just like. Uh, someone gets hit with a ball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> big red spot. Um, yeah. Hurricane on their leg. Huge ceiling. Unbelievable. It's a big, huge you're court. In like a, you're I just picture like downstairs at a club. Like, Do you only play yes. two people? Could you play four people racquetball? Is it always just two? I think, two. I think it's two. I think it's two. Because if it's the four, I mean, small. Yeah. So paddle is like two times the size of that with a net, right? Racket is the wall in the in the the sides in the back, I guess. Yeah. I don't so really is paddle know the like exhausting in the? How come it's winter? It's just for because golfers. It's out, so the the uh, courts are steel. Like you can't play in the summer to be too hot. The courts are are steel, and you can actually heat them up to get rid of snow. So it's just a winter sport. Which I started playing in the heart of COVID because uh, there's nobody, I moved and didn't know anybody. So I'm like, I guess I'll just go play paddles so I can meet some people. Um, but it's awesome. Do you it's love like, it? Oh my God. I, I, I would quit my job tomorrow <laughs> to travel and play paddle. It's on maybe steel. Do at night. It's on a steel court. Yeah. You can't like dive or it's, it's I mean, ball bounces and you got to, you can't like get scrappy and hit the deck. Or between games, they bring out like stainless steel cleaner and like, 
Yeah. Clean it yeah, up. So they have a spray. So no, like, they, like a refrigerator it's too. It's like a rigid court. You have to wear some wearing. You can see I'm wearing paddle shoes. Oh wow, these are paddle shoes. Yeah, these Pat. are paddle. They shoes. have these are like tiny Nike little makes paddle shoes. Yeah, yeah. They're paddle. Tiny little cleats. Little. Wow. Can also be used for pickle or tennis, but okay. these are paddle shoes. Um, they have like a grip on the bottom so you don't slip. What is so? Where do you find those? They have uh, those at like Dick's Sporting Goods. Really? Yeah, yeah. Same as tennis shoes. They're the the same concept. Uh, his tennis shoes just with like a grip at the bottom for the, I had a buddy who played paddle when I was in sales and he was, um, North side, like Indian Hills. Is, yeah. That's right next to where we live. Yeah. It, so typically people play, you can play at the park district or like a country club, which I didn't want to have to say that, but club. He probably well, when you said, good. uh, you heat the steel yeah, and no, melt we, the ice. We had a pretty good idea. It was, they, bring uh, out, they bring in all these workers and they, they wipe our <laughs> snow. Um, I knew it was a Chicago park district. Yes. Um, we wait in the SUVs while they clean off the courts. I say yeah. that about Chicago park district. They did just build a pickleball court so at Monroe. That's the new, yeah, I was, that's the rage. Like paddle, I think is going to be in the wind. Pickles, the new, or has been fastest growing sport in America. This is what like Greg Warren and his feature when they're on the road, they're like, we play pickleball. And I was like, oh, we go to brunch. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like, yeah, so pickle, we have breakfast a lot. Have either of you guys played? played a meat pie. I have not played, but Sebastian mm -hmm. was playing on the road a lot with his trainer and they were just playing like one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. which I understand could be a pretty good workout. Oh, for two sure. Two on two, maybe less so. So same, probably, yeah, one-on-one -on -one would be a, a definitely a good workout. So pickles two on two, uh, and it's a wiffle, think of totally different ball. It's a wiffle ball. Um, as opposed to paddle, what's the ball, the ball like paddle, paddle? is a tennis lacrosse. It's a okay. bouncy, I'll show you guys when I have one in the bag, but it's, this is a bouncy ball that that's going up in there and hitting screens and you're running around. Pickle is low and just almost like they say it's a combo of ping pong, badminton and tennis. Oh, okay. Uh, four people, same kind of serving Not concept. Not as much overhand, like for your shots, right? No, it's all, serve. it's like side. So it's like low side and you're trying to just like rally, as they call it, back and forth, but pop, 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 like you would okay. in a ping pong uh, game. Got but it. It has to bounce. Uh, there's rules. It has to bounce once before you can hit it again, but uh, it's wild. Like, and the rackets are small. The rackets are a little bigger than a ping pong racket and like square. How many rackets do you have to have at this point? I, I mean, I, yeah, I got a bigger car. So like a play it against sports in the back. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I mean, the, the cool thing about it is, so Pat, you asked, do I still play basketball? No, there's not a lot of pickup women's games out there, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's say good at Christina, um, or carnival running. Um, <laughs> I got next. I got Holga. Um, <laughs> but you can play this game, like the, the, the average age for pickle and paddle is like 50. So you can like play later in life. You don't um, need a rotator cuff because everything's you know down I mean? here. So you rotator injury is the number one injury of, of pickle right now. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw the ESPN piece. It's really interesting. They invented this thing way out Northwest, like outside of Seattle, a couple guys, a few guys okay. invented it for a family, but that was a big thing they were saying is all ages can play it. You could play it as a kid yeah. up until, you know, you know, 70, 80 years old. You got people playing. Yeah. And the, uh, the two on two. Now you can volley it right back. If you're behind, there's like a kitchen or like there's a line there. Yep. Yeah. There's like a front. Think of the courts cut in two. There's a front half, back half. If it lands in the back half, it has to bounce front half. You can hit it out of the, hit it out of the air. Only the server can score. Come and then you, the other team's playing. If they get the point, they get the right to serve. So they get the opportunity to score. Correct. Correct. And, the, and what do you play till? Uh, pickle is up to 15. 15 yes. and you got to win by two? Yes. I and like then that. you switch. Uh, uh, what do you think about serves? win by two? How about I just beat you? You're done. You have to go win by two. So ping pong's win by because two Because it's possession? Well. It's dominant. Yes, it's possession. It's domination. Otherwise, too many fluky things can happen. I think that's the way. Oh, it you believe be. in flukes? I, I believe. Why don't we just play again? I well, I I'll beat you by two this time. Well, maybe. That, if you did it last time, we wouldn't even have to play again. <laughs> Ping pong's win by two too, as well. Um, yeah. You also switch sides, so there's there's advantages of the sun, uh, weather, things like that. So you switch sides, so they say like you can advantage on a side if it's like a sunny day. Thank but, God they don't do that for a war, <laughs> right? <laughs> All you right, gotta switch. beat us again. You gotta win by that wasn't fair. We gotta play at our house. Switch sides. Let's go. Let's come by us and do it. Maybe the home team. All right. Let's talk speed of game. If tennis is like a 10, right? Like, like it's a fast paced game, right? When it's like, where is pickle? Is it like, it, 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 is it half the speed of tennis? 
I would, if you're saying tennis is a 10 paddle would be like a six or okay. five pickle is like a three, four. Okay. So it's, it's very, it's like, it's old not a big lot. but you wonder what big Tex is going to so do the, out here at the pickle. Like it's very slow paced. It's injuries. Very, if you think it like this, injuries with pickle are all like upper body. They okay. say like wrist rotator. You're not moving your lower body as much. So you don't have to be as, whereas Got it. tennis, you're, if you watch a tennis player is like flying up yeah. and down the court paddles kind of, you got to be able to move in the pickle middle. is like, now I want to bring our listeners in and, uh, you know, other people that are too, can you play drunk? Can you drink while you play? You can definitely play after a few adult beverages. All right. Now, yeah. I bet you're wondering. I think that's just part of the fun of it. Uh, We're all you doing know. it now. It's amazing. You were kind of doing it earlier. As I watched. Oh, I, I started it. You yeah, got yeah, it yeah, yeah. Early. For yeah, sure. Yeah. I love that we're we're all in on it now. You sounded more like a state fair auctioneer. Yeah, we're now, twenty <laughs> twenty out there. It's like, I'm pretty good at it. I don't know so if anyone's you're playing. Up for it. And you do you have like a pregame? Do you warm up? Do you stretch? Do you get like loose? Uh, yeah, you should. You should always. I think that's uh, you know probably how to avoid all these injuries. But most people just show up. If it's a social event, grab a beer and start playing. I'm not a good stretcher. Are you a good um, stretcher before you do stuff? Yes, I like to stretch. Do you? I do now because you can get injured. I'm really, um, I'm feeling it. And uh, my, my husband actually, so he plays paddle too. He he started going to a place where you can stretch, get stretched. These. You guys have heard of these, these places? These keep showing up in my feed, like, like for all my ads. Everything this, is like, you look like, you're limping. See, you told me about this. I haven't heard about these places. These exist? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's Tony it's jo- Yeah. Tony, is he back going by Tony? Have time to take the garbage out. Can go get a 30-minute stretch. <laughs> um, it's called the Stretch Lab. They opened one up by our house. And he said, he's like, I'm going to go check it out. You know, I'm, I'm, my hamstrings are tight. Okay. So he came home, and he's like, I'm not, you know, he had a pamphlet on the table. He's like, I'm a member now. I'm like, they got you on the membership on the first time, <laughs> you schmuck. Happened um, to a buddy of mine at Massage Envy. But I want to lay. Right? I, I want to lay in the parking lot, like twenty feet from the door, and be like, "Ah, <laughs> yeah, I was so close, almost made it." They Can come you out, pull me in. They get you like a wheelbarrow and just bring you in there. <laughs> um, but it's it's over two hundred dollars a month. Come and on, you can go, we can go unlimited. But that's how they get you because you don't. You're not going to go unlimited. You're going to forget about it. But yeah. it's a it's fifteen minutes. You get stretched out properly, and you're on your way. Is there like a partial membership if you I get just want stretched them to help? out financially? Sorry. <laughs> it's <okay>. Literally. <laughs> Is there like a partial membership if I just want them to help me yawn? Just like one leg. Just like, uh, just kind of get my arms up just for like a big, it, uh, like can do, can do that I for less? I think that's part of the warm up. Okay. Yeah. There's different packages. Are there different yeah. levels? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I think they're going to be all the rage. I think they're, you're going to have, so, there's going to be like Jimmy Buffett's Stretchville. You know what I mean? They're, you're going to have like Toby Keats. I love my quads. Like they're, they're going to be everywhere. There's going to be variations all over the place. Oh. So wait, when stretching go, is going to be toes. the thing. And then, yeah. and then you just get back in your car. It, yeah. It seems like a like, racket. Shouldn't you be on it your way It seems like a racket. No, no <laughs> um, well, I think it's all intertwined, right? So that they say the biggest investor of pickleball right now is like a private equity and the guy, you know, their biggest investor is an orthopedic surgeon, right? So they're just sending all the injured people to that guy. And then he's investing in pickle who also owns stretch lab. I, I mean, bet you wonder what happens if you follow the money and you're just thinking, why are we still talking about this? <laughs> How do we get back to touching our toes? Um, <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. I had no idea it was such like a elaborate scheme though. Well, they say that, well, so Drew Brees, the Drew Brees is a, a big investor of major league pickleball, which will soon be a thing. And they say it'll be a high school sport. You'll be coaching pickle. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I bet you're wondering right now. I bet. <laughs> There's Maybe a, you're in a pickle yourself. <laughs> hey, Drew Brees here. If I divert this money from the Pickleball Association <laughs> to my bank account, is there any way I could get caught for this illegal activity? What kind of pickle would I be in had I? <laughs> yeah, oh. I, think the, um, I think you should play and that the loser should has to eat something like a hot pickle, pickle. flavored. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, dude, I just got my ass kicked and now I got to eat this. All uh, right, chug the pickle juice. Just a jar full of it. Do you ever see the pickles they sell like at a gas station, like individually? They're like in a bag and a juice. Yeah, (laughs) those are good. You ever had one? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) They usually have like a bizarre flavor. It'll be like watermelon. Those are good. Infused. (laughs) I want to bring my kids in Monroe. Mm Mm-hmm. With one of those pickles, and we're, they were playing, and losers are losers eating this. Losers take a bite out of this. Yeah. That's pickleball. That's how oh you play God. it. Do you know where the name comes from? Because in the piece, they kind of speculate. There's big, okay, so big controversy. The, the guy that 
that started pickle is from out West Washington. I want to say the rumors for years were that he had a dog pickles. It came after his dog's name, but he has since, or his family said, that's not the truth. Uh, it was started in 65 pickle didn't come into the pickle didn't come into the family till <laughs> six to seven. And, uh, you're probably wondering, um, how What's we got, the deal? but it actually <laughs> comes from, um, no, there were pickle races, which is like a West Coast thing, a pickle boat races. Have you guys ever heard of that? Is that like where they throw the pickles on the wall and whichever one slides down first wins, like in Billy Madison? Um, something like that. Okay. I actually don't know much about it. But I went to an event the other night in a pickle boat. Did you? Yeah. Is that what you guys came no. up on at the, <laughs> at the fundraiser? I just have a green sea dew, so you might have thought it was, um, I call it the pickle, but that's fine. It's just different. So he has since said that's not where the name came from. It came from the pickle races and that it was a bunch of guys sitting around and they came up with the name. So who knows, but- Pickleball is where it's at. All the rage. As I continue to approach that age group. I mean, Fastest that might be- growing sport in America. Four million players as of like 2019 was up by like 40%. But when you're the new sport, shouldn't you be the fastest growing? Like you have the most to gain, right? Like baseball can't add four million new players. True. I don't know. Why I think you- it's very cool. I love it. Why are you going to question my I cool stats I'm just, that I'm I sorry. throw out? I don't know. I, I, this is uh, what happens every week. He has to rain on the parade. But why? I told him that there was a new season, the crown coming out. He said he didn't care. I don't. He doesn't want I to talk about it. I think we should do like a little, a we just little watched it, podcast uh, outing. We'll play a little pickle. I would love that. See how. I would absolutely, I would definitely play some pickleball. I'm, I'm all for we'll it. We'll get a little stretch in. Yeah. Guys, I probably have guest passes. Can we go to the lab. stretch lab? Yeah, I probably I'll, got like a family plan. <laughs> can we trade? I'll take you guys to the Arboretum and you guys can take me to <laughs> oh, the stretchatorium. Tradesies. I don't understand the stretch lab. I'm sorry. Like you could stretch at home, right? Pat, do trust people. me. I've had this. Or are you like, going to get long... in your car and go do it? You yeah. don't even go to the gym. Like that was my whole thing with my husband. I'm like, you don't even go to like work out in your car. Now you're going to drive to like get stretched for 15 minutes. I think the, the membership is a pipe dream, right? Because they're like, you probably should come back and do this 11 more times. Well, that's how and they you get pretend you. pretend and go, yeah, no, I'll definitely do that. Any place that asks you to become a member knows you're not likely to come back that Correct. often. Correct. Especially right. if it's just a field of trees. <laughs> right. What if you had a... Um... I've been there four days a week. <laughs> yeah, you are into it. Are you a member of... I become a member of the Morton Arboretum. Oh, you really are. I really are a member. Oh. Nope, that's not it. I am a member of the Morton Arboretum. That's where I spend my mornings now. Um, Pat likes to make fun of me for it. It's a whole thing. It's I'm going to have a uh, drinking fountain membership next to the stretch <laughs> lab. Right. And then if you're like you're thirsty after stretching... Come on in here. Use my fountain. You should drink water Remember? before you play pickle. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't understand it. Like if you go in there and then you stretch out and then you just get in your car. Right. Yeah, so I, like I've had this prolonged hamstring issue that no matter how much I try and stretch it at home, it's just not enough. I feel like that's a great option for that. Right. Like to have someone really stretch you out. But then I can't see going back That's enough. what physical therapy is for. Well, sure. But if you don't have like a prescription, wouldn't it be easier to just go to... Your friend's house? Stretchosaurus Rex and see what they have. Yes, your friend's house. And just try and touch your toes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a... Um, it's like those machines at the gym. You ever seen those, like, the stretching area? Yeah. No look, one's ever in that area. Tell no Tony, one's ever in, in that area. Tell Tony I'll stretch him out for 175 a month. I, just tell him just to shoot me a text. I'll swing by. We'll stretch him out for less than that. Four times a month. We'll save him 30%. They got him. He's a schmuck. These, no, these places are starting to pop up though, huh? Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Maggie, we're thrilled when you join us here at the end of Thanks every month. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, Mag, always love having you. And I know you got a big show tonight, so we got to plug the show, even though, is, is it sold out already? It's sold out. Of course it's sold yeah. out. That's how good they are. Yeah, well, you got to get your tickets for the Elm uh, in advance. So yeah, all that good stuff. We're at the Elm tonight. Jim Flanagan is going to be our headliner. Who, me? Are you? I yeah. am. I didn't even know this. I am headlining the Elm. Yes. Yep. We're going to have a good old time. We got Jim. Probably going to have me a steak sandwich as well. I tried to go to Cork and Carry last week. You had a huge crowd there last week. We did. Yeah. We had an awesome turnout for Molly Fitz. Uh, so thanks to everybody that was there. Yeah. If you are, a bunch of brims were there. Uh, Love it. But that was for Molly? Oh, that's awesome. It was for Molly. Love yeah, we, we donated the funds to Molly's family. So we have a bunch of all that good stuff shows the rest of the year uh, at the Elm. You can check that out um, on our website or at the Elm web, website. Um, love to see you guys there. And um, yeah. Love that. They it's love- already sold out, man. All that good stuff. 
see a show soon. What else you got coming up, Meg? I'm going to actually be here at Zany's Rosemont October 16th. I'm featuring for Paul Farvar. Yeah. And then um, I've got some things out in Arlington tonight. I'm doing the Metropolis Woo. Ladies Night, Ladies Comedy Jam on October 5th. Um, on Little Room? Yeah. Oh, so. Metropolis is a great room. Yeah. That would yeah, be I'm a lot excited. of fun. Ar uh, Arlington Heights. Mm -hmm. Very cool. How about you, Jimmy? I have my tour of the suburbs this week before I uh, before I stretch my wings a little bit. I'm uh, Elm on Thursday. Who do you have to pay for the, to that? For the <laughs> wing stretching? I bet you I'm know. I'm going to seventh inning stretch. I bet you know what Jim's about to say. That's the one. That's the one. I'm going to seventh inning stretch over by U.S. Cellular Field to get it done. Um, no, and, then, uh, uh, and then I'm in Lamont on Friday. I believe that might be sold out as well. Um, and then next week. Next week, I will be in Minneapolis. Minneapolis for Crash and Burn for October 4th through 8th. And then oh, I awesome. head to Las Vegas October 10th through 16th. And in Minneapolis, you're at Acme, right? Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis. And then Brad Garrett's at the MGM in Vegas. So it should be a fun couple weeks. Have you booked awesome. your flight to Las Vegas yet? I have not. It's not cheap. Oop. It's. I believe it. Yeah, driving. I'm going from Minneapolis. There's a whole thing. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out today. When do you fly out? Uh, probably Monday morning. All right, man. Well, I'm, I'm flying out Monday afternoon. Are so you really? I'll see you at the airport. I love it. That would so. be fun. I'm going to be with Sebastian this weekend in Santa Rosa and San Jose. You can Google those translations, St. Rose and St. Joseph, I believe. And then the following weekend, yeah, I'll be in uh, Las Vegas and looking for Jim Flanagan. Awesome. I'll have a sign at the airport. Uh, we have a review, I believe, but it's an old review. Yeah, an old review came back up, so we're good to go there. We had a lot of Brimley banter this week, though. Talked to so many people that Danny did, uh, so many listeners, so many people I didn't know were listeners. Uh, uh, so always warms our hearts to hear that. Oh, how about it? I talked to um, Colleen Austin, Colleen Heidkamp. She was um, at the Danny Did event. No idea that she listened, and then yeah. someone else told me they listened, and we really appreciate that. I love when I'm like, are you listening? Unbelievable. You're a Brim? <laughs> Unbelievable. Beautiful. All right, Maggie, thank you so much for joining us. Always so fun having you, you here. It was a lot of good, uh, a lot of fun. Jimmy, have a great week, bud. You too, bud. We'll see All you soon. All right. Bye, Thanks, everyone. Guys.